0: Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go now. Come on now. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to a long overdue episode.
1: Yep, episode three, coming at you. Three new location. Number. Is it? So yeah, we moved. We did. That's the different. Atmosphere,
0: <laughs> um, and we did. We moved in together. Yes. For roomies now. Yes. And podcast partners. Yes. So that's fun.
1: Lots of time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> lots of time to do this. Not really, but well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, like lots of time together, and uh, not in a bad way. I no. really like it. Yes. Um. Anyway, yeah. So we have some cool stuff to talk to you guys about today. We've. <clears throat> further gotten into our love for conspiracy theories while we've been here, which um, <laughs> is weird to do when you move out alone, but you know, they're not too creepy, they're just they make you wonder Ponder. about life and
1: reflect.
0: Yes, reflect
1: what is possible,
0: what is possible, what have people done. Um, but we will start you guys with our typical, typical opening, opening yes, yeah. and for our drink, we just went to the winery near our place and it is called the Boston Winery. It is, um, what we're drinking is a rosé. It's called Bread and Roses. I am not a huge fan of rosé, but I actually really like this one. It's probably, because it's a little sweeter than normal. Rosé, I would say. Um, It's 12% alcohol volume. That's pretty good for a wine, it's Mm. pretty standard. Um, they make it there, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a family-run um, winery, like home to Boston. So that's awesome. We love supporting local businesses and all that good oh, stuff, yeah. especially in the situation we're in. And um, we were very safe when we went. We wore our masks. We sat outside. We made a reservation. We made a reservation. It was actually pretty late when we went too, so we were not want people there, which was actually yeah. really nice. And it's right on the water, which was awesome. And we had a great time, and they have really good wine. So oh, yeah, it was a deal. I suggest taking six bottles for $100. Yeah, I and suggest and checking it, it, it out. I think you can order it online, so. Anyway, yeah, now that brings us to our next opening segment our for our tarot reading. It's been a while. <clears throat> I'm excited.
1: Who's trying to shuffle? I, I don't forget. remember.
0: Uh, I think it's yours.
1: Okay. No, nope, thank too far into the day. Oh God! What are my hands? Mm. Okay. You just wanted to touch them. Get your energy in. Mm-hmm. I want. I'm or trying. A mixture. I'm trying to get it. Oh. Oh, no. You went last. Okay. Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. They're not upright, and they mean yeah, something. That's shuffle weird. No, that's like what normal people do, and yeah. you're supposed to do, but I know there's it's one that's two. not. Thank you. Wait, no, 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 leave it upside down. Sorry. Fate wants it upside down. Okay. If I missed one, there's a reason. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, no, that, I, I didn't mean to be like, no, 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 it just came to me. I was like, no, we're, yep, that's the one. Do you think, I, do you think that's just the card?
0: I don't know, do you have to shuffle?
1: Yeah, but like that was a weird occurrence. It was. Just sitting here with my cards. <laughs> it's like really weird to shuffle them because you gotta okay. <clears throat> They're large. The star. Well, that's different from the devil. So ooh. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> okay, continue. Essentially, faith, hope, and prosperity. Um, that's how I feel about this place and I have faith that we're gonna have some interesting conversations today and that I'm gonna like this one.
0: We both have definitely been prospering with our intellectual knowledge. Lately. Oh yeah, we've been having <coughs> some riveting debates. Steep conversations. hmm We both just finished The Good Place also. Literally, like, two minutes ago. Yeah, well, I finished it a week ago, but that was decided that to is. finish it very quickly. So, with that being over, we can get into our limiting topic of conspiracy theories today. Um, We're not covering, obviously, all of the conspiracy theories ever, because there's so many out there. But we're going to focus on some... Cold War. Mind control. Yeah, Cold War ones that involve, like, mind control-esque situations. This is the
1: sampler platter of conspiracy theories.
0: Yes. Um, And they're also, like, very, very believed... To be true and one of the ones we're going to talk about has been confirmed
1: oh yes yes so with um, that
0: said we're going to start
1: with the one that is very widely known about um it is mk ultra and it was an operation run by the cia where they were experimenting with lsd um so some facts about that they did it to break individuals down during interrogation It started in 53, ended in 73. So it was going for 20 years. Um, And it's kind of known as like what started LSD, but in related story is that in 1951 in a small town in France, the Pont Saint Esprit, um, there was a ergot poisoning in the water and people started having like hallucinations. One man jumped off a building because he thought he could fly. And that the chemical compound that makes that so wild and gave them that reaction is also, um, it's like LSD. The hallucinogen in LSD. So people think maybe we were experimenting and poisoned the water, and then other people think that it just gave us the idea. Yeah, it
0: would be hard to make it all the way to France from here.
1: Um, it was during, it was like during World War II, so oh. we, were, we were there. We were there. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, Take that. back. <laughs> but eventually, um, <clears throat> Gerald, President Gerald Ford did a commission, usually called the Rockefeller. Com- I'm sorry, Rocker. I can't say Rockefeller. It. Yes, I can't have the R in there. It doesn't come out right. Um, the rocker Rockefeller. <laughs> I can't do There's it. There's no R there. Rockefeller yeah. um commission on CIA activities. So it was like a review of what they'd been doing and um what they'd been doing was literally dosing each other, strangers,
0: like unwitting participants. I mean you like would- anyone they could pick up off the street, they would dose with LSD. Not as much as like that but like literally no they wouldn't even pick you up they would not, give it to yes. you in public and then sit and watch that's you. what i meant like not literally that but like anyone that they could find and like easily yeah. do it unknowingly also they would do it yep. and that is fucking insane they
1: used to do it to each other at work yeah. like, there's tons of stories of people talking about it yeah. and like they'll just dose a
0: pot of coffee and then everyone like, yeah and i mean like we're definitely at like an, a disadvantage yeah, yeah. because we don't know what it's like for like a new drug to really come out and like everyone to be like Whoa, i feel like what Molly this is do? like that yeah. yeah i guess we were like young. no we were pretty young sure yeah we were pretty young but uh should not have known about that uh, thank you Taiga. anyway yeah i guess like it's I mean, they're like, "Whoa, it's a new drug. What does it do?" And like, I mean, maybe doing it to your knowing coworkers and each other. Yeah, like I would know. see that being okay with the CIA because they do a bunch of weird stuff. But they fucking did it to people who didn't know it was happening. To
1: I had no idea.
0: Can you imagine like not knowing anything that about
1: hallucinogen? and you're just LST. like at a bar trying to meet a nice girl it's the 50s so you're and at the sock hop
0: the bar turns into an alien spaceship right? <laughs> literally in your head and the walls start moving and, yeah and you fall off your bar seat and then you go to the hospital yep
1: um <laughs> anyway but fun fact no one's actually ever died and like overdosed from lsd and they
0: figured there was out. this
1: unwitting participant <laughs> who did run off of a building because he was so mm-hmm. bewildered by what he was experiencing yeah, so it's
0: definitely not safe, so don't try this at home. I
1: must, <laughs> I, I forgot to write this down, so I have to say it now. Um, Whitey Bulger was a part of this. A lot of the people who were involved,
0: like, who- They took a lot of prisoners. Yep. And did it. Yeah, um, Cause they were like, mostly witting too. Yep, but, like, yeah, they, they really were willing. They, were... they did it
1: to, um... Or in prison, what else are they going to do? Prisoners, <laughs> who else do they do? To oh, especially like people with different legs. Like, yes. Yeah. But also, like, a lot of people who ended up being musicians, like during the 60s and 70s hippie people, were a part of the original experiments, which is really interesting. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. But because of the Rockefeller Commission, there you go. The CIA, well, in 19. 19- I, will. I didn't write this. you down. In 1973, it was getting shut down by this commission. The director of the CIA was like, destroy all the documents. So they destroyed most of them. But in 1977, there was a Freedom of Information Act filed and a, like a lot of the files that they did still have were given to the public. Um, and that's when we learned the gist of what was going on. And a few more were released in 2001 but recently in 2018, um, there was another declassified paper which was a letter from a doctor who was writing about his successful experiments with implanting chips in dogs' brains and getting them to stop, come, do basic commands on command but like not training them, putting something in their brain.
0: Yeah, so this is Completely confirmed by like the commission, and like they found out, and it was actually told to the public, which is super rare with a lot of the shit that goes on in the government. I would, you would agree.
1: Yeah, you have like, to know about it in order to be able to like yeah, file. But like, information it actually. just so happened
0: that he decided to do a commission of that that yeah. day. Like. There's a lot of times that they don't find things like that. Well, the CIA and now is, things are heading a little bit better. We're gonna talk more yeah. about the CIA. Yeah, they have no regard for morals when they choose yeah. their uh, well, their situations. I'm so, just gonna,
1: um, but, but the mind control thing brings us to our next conspiracy theory. But this is, I believe, might be confirmed. Um, we'll fact check that. Well, I'm sure, but it fact is check. known as. Project Artichoke, I believe, I'm like 95% sure, but it's Project Artichoke and it was a CIA project that was specific to finding out interrogation methods, me- methods that could get a person to unwittingly, unknowingly kill someone. Um, I've heard of this referred to as the Manchurian Candidate, I have not read it yet. Um, But I think of it as clips of, like, the classic brainwashing where they're holding people down with their eyelids open, like, showing flashes of pictures that they want them to think until they break down. Um, They were, like, so they're trying to make assassins who don't know they're assassins and just get activated occasionally and turn into, like, killer robots and then go back to life. Um, Pretty weird, but the experiments were done by the CIA's Office of Scientific Intelligence, and it started on August 20th, 1951 um and n- not too many not too much is known about that like that's that's kind of it people have stories but that's what project
0: otter was yeah basically the gist of most of these is that they're mostly cia backed or army backed via the department of defense DoD. a lot of their documents are really hard to get a hold of. So, like, Student there's talks, so much, right. there's so much speculation because, like, there's no one really to confirm what's gonna happen unless you get the president at the time and place to do a commission right then and there <laughs> before they can destroy <laughs> the documents.
1: Um, <laughs> but this is gonna start getting more interesting. Here, we're gonna talk about another related mind experiment from the CIA. And, um, Currently known as Project
0: Stargate. And, like, all the ones that we're going to talk about now, like, from this point on, basically stem from the creation of MKUltra. And it's just a... It's basically an idea that, yeah, an idea that they didn't stop this. Like, they were told to, but they just learned how to do it in different ways and separate it and keep it going. Because... Honestly, once you discover the shit that they discover, and that like people of power are not gonna stop, they're just gonna hide it better. Mm -hmm. So, now Project Stargate comes in.
1: Um, She just learned a lot about this, so I'm gonna give you the stats, and we're gonna talk about it a little more. Project Stargate, yeah. Um, was established by the U.S. Army in 1978 in Maryland and it was created to investigate psychic phenomena in U.S. Um, agents in different branches of the military. If they kind of had weird things going on certain tests they were taking, they would pull them for experimenting. And eventually it went past just using people who were agents of the government in some way. And they were looking for normal psychics. Like they had psychic scouts. Um, But they were investigating their psychic phenomenon. So it's remote viewing. Um, and astral projecting is what it's commonly referred to now, and it is slightly related to something we did in episode one, Mm -hmm. um, that's a smaller version of astral projection. You don't really have as much control, but essentially think of Eleven in Stranger Things and Mm -hmm. how she could find anyone. That's what they were trying to do with this, was to use psychic people's minds to locate individuals that the government was looking for. Yeah
0: and like that sounds really bad but like they also they i mean this whole thing is terrible but they also did this like in a hostage situation i just recently listened to a podcast about this but um the i forget where it was forgive me but they had a situation where there was an overtake of a section like a little squad of the U.S. Army Mm -hmm. and they were in a different country and they had two of these people that they strongly believed could psych group like they
1: were were astral project but these people were mostly telepathic but they
0: they went into the bunker yes yes, they would astral project they were astral projecting like they were able to give them like basic blueprints of the like the building they were being held in and who was where and like They helped a lot of um, missions that way, like go in, like go better than they would have if they couldn't have seen the um, building, I guess, the space before. But um, yeah, so they ended up, they took, like Devin said, they took people after like a little bit of investigation, they took people that weren't in the army that like they could find anywhere that said they had like any kind of connection like you know like people
1: it wasn't people volunteering it was people like getting people
0: yes but, no like people that uh, you could find with but like it was any like, kind of connection yes. like but it to, wasn't like, another
1: it wasn't known level. as the US Army like yeah. doing the experiment they were a bunch of different projects like all over the country yes. and in 1991 people just Collected them and named them Project Stargate together. So nobody really knew
0: this was going on in a lot of Mm -hmm. places And they found like two people that could bear like do it very very well I'm blanking on their names right now. We'll have to like fact check and put them down here, but they this they basically figured out that they could astro project because they um, had been experimenting on them like uh, she said if you've seen stranger things it's very similar to 11's experience that you see in the lab um, where she's like in a room and they're trying to make a cat make a noise in another room and she has to like try to hear it Um, so they do a lot of tests like that and then they ask him if he they ask him if he can find coordinates to this place just to see if he can like they give him some coordinates and they say what is here and then they do it and it's like he gives them it, it. There's a flagpole, a circle, and like a cul de sac, basically, and a house. And
1: can I give you a side? Yeah. The plural of
0: cul de sac is
1: calls de sac.
0: Huh. That's weird. And basically, they think he's wrong because the guy said he gave him coordinates where there like shouldn't be anything. Like there should be nothing there, and he's like making all this up. So the other. One of the other scientists is skeptical and he thinks that this guy is right. So he goes there, he finds nothing and then drives and he sees what other than a flagpole, a cul-de-sac and a little cabin. And it's literally insane. So he's like, whoa. So then they end up asking him to go into other places and then they find another guy who can see it even better for some reason, like he's even more advanced. And like, he, they ask him to go into this, abandoned um what is the fucking word for it it's an army base is that what it is yeah okay um fort that's what i was looking for it's like an event so they asked them to look into this like old abandoned army base it's i think maybe an air force base um but they asked them to like go downstairs into the classified gate where like nobody else could have even like had access to so they the first guy tries it, he's pretty, he's pretty spot on. The other guy tries it, he literally has everything right, like down to like the chips in the wall. And um, so that's how they ended up starting using them for all of those hostage situations. Yeah.
1: people are but, weapons now.
0: Yeah, do it. Um, uh, and then I yeah. guess
1: the movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats and the book are based on this project. And I believe that's a George Clooney film. Might have to watch that. Um. Speaking of, I cannot remember his wife's maiden name. I tried, and I can't. It's Alma. That's, her first name is Amal, but- That's what it is. I don't know what her last name was. Uh Oh. It was like, we all used to know it, now we don't. She's just
0: Yeah, I don't know. So. But yeah, we'll go back in time a little bit again. Now it's time to talk about the Philadelphia Experiment.
1: We might have to like, create a timeline.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we might have to. We're going back and forth a lot in this time period but basically the philadelphia experiment is yet again another branch of the army what no branch of the military trying to get ahead so basically with all of this going on everyone hears of things going on when you're in power and you talk and you're like hey you hear with the Air Force just did this experiment. Why don't we try something like that? I don't, what are you saying I don't don't know, know, like, why would the Navy try, you know? The
1: Navy did this because they were literally at war and they kept getting their U-boats
0: sunk. I know, but like, you don't, like, think, oh, let's make ourselves invisible unless you've heard, like, of...
1: Oh, I guess that's true. You know what I mean? I do guess that's true. Okay.
0: Like, so, basically, yeah, we were in the middle of a war during this time period. This happened in 1943 is the, um, yeah, is the de- <clears throat> time that it is disputed to be a lot. Um, some people believe that it happened in August. Some people say it happened in October, but the main premise is that it's 1943.
1: The World War II ended in what, 46? 45. 45, I
0: think. One of those years. So we were still in World War II. We were getting completely Demolished, like our ships were getting demolished by German
1: German
0: U-boats while we were trying to get to the UK to our allies So the Navy (laughs) says We should try to make ourselves invisible to radar so that they can't find us or invisible in general So they just take a stab at this idea and basically this guy named Al Bielek Or Edward Cameron as you may see him called if you look this up he was studying um, at Princeton, then he was doing his PhD at Harvard, and then he was doing some more education work at Princeton when this guy, John Van Neumann, came to find him and asked him to work on this project. So it was these two like astrophysicists that they had gotten to work with the Navy. Kind of weird. So they're like, what are we doing? So they got recruited to basically try to make the ship invisible. And they tried it before <clears throat> they did it in Philadelphia. They tried it in September of 1940 in Brooklyn. And the big um, differences between when they tried it in Brooklyn um, and versus when they did it in Philadelphia is that it was a smaller ship. there was no one on board at all and they successfully made the ship disappear and reappear in front of their eyes. There's like albilic like, like will, attest to this, no doubt, and I think, I don't know, they think a lot of people have said that, like, the Brooklyn one was real, I think, like, it's more, they have taken more responsibility for it, because it was it successful, was successful. No was yes, harmed. when, then you get into the Philadelphia experiment, where they try this again, and they want to see if they can use this actually in action, so they use it on the USS Eldridge, and they do it in the Philadelphia um a harbor in philadelphia i don't know we didn't no, write it down wasn't
1: it <coughs> wasn't it what
0: no they oh, were supposed to leave both? on that they weren't supposed to use the metal okay. they were going to disappear in okay. um anyway i forget exactly what harbor it was but um they so they tried it uh the two scientists were actually on board but um and so it was like a small crew. On and the they first did it? One? No. Okay. Uh, this is Sorry. talking about Philadelphia. Sorry. Okay. I just. So they tried it and so they're. Blah, blah, blah. So they're in Philadelphia and they try it again. They want to try to see if they can use it actually like in a war situation. So they put a crew on. They use a huge ship called the USS Eldridge. It's like a really nice new military ship. Um, and the two scientists actually end up being on board, but they weren't supposed to. And they were they were brothers, the Dun- uh, Cameron brothers. It gets interesting here. Yes. So there's actually I a wonder, witness. I wonder if we can hear the train. You definitely can. So there's actually a witness to this entire um, experiment in Philadelphia as well, and he goes by the name of Carl M. Allen. And he also goes under the pseudonym of Carlos Miguel Allende, which you'll hear interchangeably. Um, But he says he saw a fog of green, blue Mist. mist, something fall over the ship before it disappeared. So it successfully disappeared. And as it did, these two scientists, I guess were able to jump ship before because, it like, happened.
1: what the hell is but that then, green mist?
0: Yeah, so they were like, they were obviously knowledgeable. They were like, yeet, that doesn't look the same as Brooklyn. We're off of this And thing.
1: the random, like, mist descent makes yes. it, makes people think maybe aliens. Yeah. Because they have a, his- aliens have a history of, like, stopping nuclear tests, nuclear bomb tests and such. Yeah. And um, if you're gonna tell me aliens aren't real, <laughs> bye.
0: But like a lot of people who have, like, attested that aliens are real say that they have been trying to help humans, like, stop yeah. where we need Humanity, to stop. yeah. Yeah, like, stop trying to destroy ourselves, basically, like, if we go too far. And a lot of people think this might have been the too far, because essentially they were either, they were trying to go invisible and or teleport. It's not confirmed exactly which one, but that was the basis of it. So they were like, eh, you're probably not supposed to do that. That's what a lot of people think. So anyway, it caused a lot of people to be confused, and this guy, Carl was like blinking and was like, where did the ship go? But the water still looked like it was there. So essentially people assume that it went invisible. But when it came back like less than a minute later, he heard like whelps and screams and like blood curdling screams from the ship. And when he like, uh, when people discovered the ship, people were like literally morphed to the base to the walls to the steering wheel to everything like anything that anyone was near they were morphed to a lot of people uh like there were like maybe a few survivors but a lot of them like went a little insane <laughs> obviously for a plethora of reasons Ooh, good work yeah but and then some people actually had to like have their appendages amputated but then a lot of people actually died from this experiment so The government will not take any responsibility for this. It's not confirmed confirmed, at all. Um, But essentially, that's what people have conspired happen. And that's the truest story that Devin and I believe. And it's taken from a few conspiracy theories that, like, we've heard. And we have placed it together to make the most believable story to us, basically. So, yeah. And then... The reason I mentioned that um, Ed and his brother Duncan, um, Ed, who will later go by Al Balik in his life, jumped off the ship is because they show up later in the next conspiracy theory we're going to talk out about, which is Montauk. And do you have anything to say? Let um, me we start. Well, a little interjection.
1: Ed becomes Al Balik at Montauk. Um, yes. In '53, oh, yes, yes. he was. Changed and regressed, so he became a young boy and put into Al Balik's maybe already living body, maybe not, who knows, but that was 1927. Yeah, and because
0: essentially the government didn't want him around to be spreading that he worked on this
1: project, is yes. what people. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so the montauk project is the basis for the tv show stranger things um it's also located at camp hero
0: in long island new york
1: it's like right on the tip mm-hmm. um and it's really it's like heavily related to the philadelphia experiment when we tried to take notes on montauk it, it's like half notes on philadelphia <laughs> yeah so like
0: it's a story but, yeah so basically like it it gets more investigated because of the witness Carl M. Allen, mm-hmm. and because he comes forward to an author named uh, Morris P. Jessup.
1: He writes him a letter, lip slash note. Yes. You know, real deep throat style. Yes, and
0: it essentially spells out that uh, Jessup, he had previously said that we do not need we need to uh, look into extraterrestrials more. Like, yeah, he we wrote need to the book The Case for
1: the UFO, yeah, which is very heavily. No, in the ufology community. Yes.
0: So, Alan decided, he went under Elende, the pseudonym, and he said, you do not need to study extraterrestrials any more than you guys already do. Basically saying, like, that your book is wrong, we do not need further study. And then he, obviously, like anyone else, would just ignore him. He's like, this guy's crazy. (laughs) Of course and he And he kept making innuendos to the Philadelphia experiment as well. He kept saying that it's real. Like, he kept, like, just being like, I witnessed this, it's real. I, like, it's a sign of aliens. He heavily believed that that green mist was also aliens, I think. Um, but there's also a theory that he himself was an alien, um, because he, like, or that he was working with them because he sent the, like, naval office a letter or an annotated book of Jessup's, like spelling out the incorrect things that they got about aliens and like basically talking about humans in a way that only someone who wasn't of the human species would talk about
1: remember this this is freaky.
0: so they basically they were freaked out it
1: seemed like a field study book of ufos comparing a work of like notes to yeah. fact like yes. their fact
0: they were basically like saying you got this wrong you like you need to not do this like this humans is how-
1: actually do this is yes. kind of how it was written as by- if they were
0: observing humans yes. not as if they were human themselves which is super weird obviously the naval office got freaked out so they called the author of the book up and they're like what the fuck what dude? what is this um and he compares it to Allende's writings that he has gotten and that's how they find out that he is not one of three writers that they think also might just be him and trying to write yeah, the open handwritings. Hand um, but so Jessup gets really into what's going on now because he's like, okay, this is real. He, they sent it to the naval office. This is a lot. Um, so he goes into this, tries to figure out a lot, and he was actually on the phone with somebody... Before he died, or maybe not on a phone, because this is 1959.
1: Do they, they, have have phones? The phones. they have
0: phones in 1959? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So someone had talked to him, like, really um, recent, <laughs> very close to his death, his time of death, uh, a few days prior. And he had told them that he had figured out a crap ton of stuff about the Philadelphia experiment, about everything allende had said and he was going to go to the naval office to take it to them he never got the chance because he was found in a park uh 1959 with a ventilator of a uh what are those things called generator a hose to a generator uh hooked up to his window and like the opening of it was stuffed. Yeah, so no he died particular, particular, specific before specific. he ever got to tell anyone like what he discovered. And that could have been a lot, but essentially he, people think he also discovered what they were doing at Montauk. So there was this guy named Preston Nichols. Nichols, Maybe. And he wrote this book that we decided to buy so we can read more about
1: it. God bless Amazon. Yes, we Sorry, love it. Shop and, small, but God bless Amazon. Um, Am I right? I have
0: Peter Preston Nichols because he just died in 2018. And that's sad. Because yeah. he was actually like really smart and really knowledgeable, mm-hmm. it seems. And I hope what he's what in a have, better
1: place using his energy. Yeah, for from what we have something seen maybe. of
0: him. We've watched a few videos of him talking. Mm-hmm. But he basically took this job. Um, as an electrical engineer near the old Montauk project site, he did not know that he was near the old Montauk project site. He was just a old engineer wanting a job. And is it, was when, when
1: is this? Is this like the eighty like 70s, 70s, something?
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so the base is it's, it's shut like mid seventies. Yeah, the base is long gone, like, like shut down, but the, not the being military's used. The military is not yeah.
1: supposed to it's be there secure. anymore. It's not so a fort, an act. Yeah. It's, it's not an
0: active fort they're not actively doing the experiments anymore so he works with a few other physicists and um he's actually like super into psychic and psyches um for some reason he just like could never explain it and they always feel this weird vibration around them yeah at a certain time a and disruption
1: they, in the cosmic field
0: yeah they all feel like overwhelmed in their heads or like they just all like feel it and um it's like contested amongst the group, so he starts to explore it. He goes there, and it's like heavily guarded for some reason. Like it's supposed to be completely
1: like the the like military deserted. is not here anymore. Yeah, why are you yeah? So,
0: and they learn it's uh, a experiment or like a some kind of base for the FAA. And which doesn't really make any sense because he the way he describes it is the technology they were using would have been outdated for the FAA at that time, so it didn't really make any sense at all that they would be there. And so he kind of gives up after that because he's like, I can't get in. And um, there's this huge thing on top of a radar tower, like this. Yeah, huge, we'll put a picture of yeah. the on top location in after um, because it's very bizarre that they would just leave the entire thing there <laughs> and still not say that this happened. Um, but anyway, so he finds, he somebody calls him when he is, like, 10 years later and says, hey, this base is completely abandoned. Now you can get in. You can hop the fence. Nobody's guarding it anymore. So. Obviously, he does. He does. Yeah. And Good then man. he meets the caretaker, and they, like, tell him he can go and take a bunch of stuff if he wants, because he's an engineer. He's like, ooh, free gadgets. Let's it go. It's
1: like they know him. Yes. Right?
0: They, no, not that Not that one? Okay. But when he goes there, he finds this man who's been living there for a year uh, who, like, ever since it got shut down because he's homeless, and he immediately recognizes Preston. Like, out of nowhere, he Preston has no idea who this guy is. And this happens as he meets people throughout the base. Like, I said, there's a caretaker who had been there for a while, and... They all know him for some reason. And then people come visit him throughout that. They remember him, they remember being there. It's really weird. Duncan Cameron comes, he remembers being there. It's all a bizarre chain of events that it's just gonna take too long to get completely into. But basically, he, as exploring, he uncovers this nameplate he sees on like a nice desk in an uh, office. And it's his name, and it says like assistant director or something like that. And he like has a like, whoosh, of his memories of being in this experiment and in like being a, a
1: part th- of what happened there in that place. And memories yes. of it when yes. he had not previously mm-hmm. had those memories.
0: Yes. So basically, it kind of all comes back to people trying to experiment with mind control and with drugs and how it can affect people and there's a lot of things that people say have like had come out of Montauk and there's just a plethora of other things that could come out uh, could have come out of it. Um, One of the biggest ones is the Lost Boys I think it's called. The Montauk Boys maybe it's called. The Lost Boys is literally the thing from Peter (laughs) Pan.
1: I thought you were talking about like um, no, it's lost. The like,
0: I think it's called the Montauk Boys, but mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong later. But it's this army of essentially young men that they recruited, not by like their own will, let mind you. They
1: clearly have. They abducted these Technology people. because yes, yeah,
0: they abducted these people and essentially broke their will by any means possible. They did this with experimenting on them they
1: successfully did the thing the project artichoke where
0: they brainwashed
1: them to like kill like they didn't kill people but they could but they
0: essentially like
1: and not remembered it
0: think people think that they turned them on when they needed them and it was like they like you would anything like you would see like literally an army for one a sleeper cell yes so people think that this sleeper cell has been activated in a few of them like throughout the last 20 30 years uh like 4 years now? yeah that like a lot um like, do some people
1: uh, you know people think
0: that some terror
1: is that probably
0: i don't know one but people think that some oh, terrorist attacks are he did the are, LSD
1: experiments i think the Unabomber, people think, yeah
0: people think that some terror Wait,
1: i get the Unabomber and the oklahoma city bomber really confused maybe i am wrong, sorry sorry i just didn't want to be wrong and not, i'm sorry
0: But they, yeah, people think that a lot of terrorist attacks are them, and like, especially like the people who think that like the government sometimes conjures up terrorist attacks. It's like like
1: a very good,
0: easy way for them to not be actually responsible for it because they can play it off on these people. So that was one like outcome of Montauk, and there's, there's so many other ones. Do you want to talk about another one?
1: Um... I, I don't really know as m- much right now, but I do think that I found this one really far-fetched, you know, experimenting on humans up until today in the 80s in a base in Long Island, but... It wasn't until the 80s. Well, I don't know. I don't know dates. But we watched this documentary that we paid for. Do you for. think that any of the other ones are real? This one's literally in 78 i i definitely believe in this i definitely believe in this i definitely believe in this philadelphia montauk i'm closer to believing
0: yeah i think that it's older than you think i mean he like literally i mean
1: i agree but like if if philadelphia is real it was aliens it was the aliens but can i insert my boyfriend george t in here doing the? it was the aliens gif but um sorry but Montauk I think I do think it's real. Like I think it's very easy for people to we watched this thing and essentially they used to experiment on people around this time in prisons. Like very inhumanely and I believe that the secrecy of this operation coupled with the fact that MK Ultra had such a blatant disregard for people's well being and autonomy. Um, that I think it's I think it's possible. Like to take them and to brainwash them a little. Like, I don't know, has anybody ever lost time? Um, and I don't mean like blackout, I mean like not remember what you are doing and not be able to, no matter how hard to try and you weren't drinking. I
0: don't, know. Um, I don't know, one of the other ones I wanted to talk about though, was like the whole reason that it got shut down and that like he essentially got his mind erased and that like, a reason that like he left but basically when he came back one person was like the director left when an experiment was going on everything went bad and then it got abandoned and that was really vague but then when he got his memory back he remembered they had this man I think it was Keith Allen but I'm not sure if by reading these names I think it was um, he was essentially the one that they had the most success with doing all of these experiments trying to Telepathically read people's minds, trying to project themselves somewhere. He was the somewhere. most
1: psychic one. Yeah, among he was the tested.
0: He was the, tested. yeah. He was their diamond. Their amazing. person. He's their eleven. So, yeah, success story. Ex- essentially, so basically they wanted to see how far they could test this and see like if he could conjure things like just from his mind. So they asked him to do this uh, like a few times, and it was like pretty scary the first couple times so they were all on the fence about it. Uh, Nichols had a really bad feeling about doing it again and they did it the like last time and he projected out like a legit monster out of his mind. The demogorgon. Yes, basically the demogorgon in Stranger Things is what he says happened and it started killing so many people in the lab and they like had no idea how to shut it off they started by trying to unplug everything all the electricity because it was feeding off the tower that we're going to show you it was feeding off all of that power and his mind so basically it took over the guy and like every it was going to shit. so preston was like shit this was my bad feeling he tries everything he unplugs everything and then it's still it's not going away so he decides to take like, uh, he decides to go try to cut the wires to the huge power source, and the wires are, like, this thick, so he has to torch them off to shut it down. And he, like, he torches a bunch of them, and he finally gets the power to go off, and the monster, like, essentially disappears, or, like, disintegrates or something. And I, forgive me, I have no idea what happened to the guy, but he, after that, like, Uh, Yeah, after that it's really vague what happened Um, and then you have Preston come up and figure out that he was a part of that, but also you can, like when people have gone back you can see the marks from the torch, torch, like the torch marks on the wire, where the wires were and like on the wall, so like it's weird that like some part of that story can be real so like
1: how much, yeah, how much
0: can be real, you know, it just...
1: Related to Project MKUltra, it was that first a scientific experiment, but I just made Sammy mm-hmm. watched up to the drug history episode, but essentially there's this dolphin thing yeah. with LSD and inappropriate dolphin contact, Yeah, and um, the U.S. government ended up funding some of it, and that and... But, yeah like mk ultra it's like we have spent so much time and so much resources working on developing this technology there is no way we just gave up and abandoned it and i do believe that like some of the stuff they do is so horrible we don't even want to imagine it like i mean we would rather not remember
0: but people take real things and spin them. Like obviously people take conspiracy theories and spin them even more, uh-huh. but that's why we tried to take as much stuff as we believed could yeah. be true and give it this to is you. This just Rather our than, opinion. Yeah, it's just our opinion. I mean, there, you're gonna find a lot more out there if you actually look into any of these. Well, actually um, it's kind of hard to go on Reddit. Yeah, but like, I mean like a lot of different like versions of the story. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I hadn't even heard this one until like today. Yeah yeah um but so but they're really interesting to think about and yeah just like to your point like i think honestly all of these start off with being kind of innocent not totally because some of them start off with the army literally wanting to weaponize people but it's some of them, they start more... off with like yeah that but like literally genuinely curious scientists who just want to like try to figure shit honestly? out honestly
1: can I just like? And I do not think Army. that I do not think that it is ethical to kind of experiment on humans. No, like, but I mean, the no, Army, like, listen to me. No, you're not-, not
0: listening to me. I said it starts off with an innocent scientist who wants to try to figure out something, and then the government finds wind of it and is like, "Hey, here's all these people you can experiment on." Do
1: you know who? Not not the Philadelphia experiment, but most of these were started and heavily involved with, like from nazi scientists that the u.s project blue book they took or paperclip
0: the u.s project paperclip the u.s took, them here the, US took them here
1: the scientists and used their science like their scientific knowledge to experiment on people and, and continue some of the experiments they did the nazis. and no i know but they took the nazis is what i'm saying they took the nazi I know, scientists and but they're I'm the ones s- who did this shit and that's why i have a problem is you're a nazi and you're experimenting on humans you are a bad person
0: But that's what I'm saying too. Is that like as easily as the U.S. took them and influenced them to do it on people for them? How easy do you think it was for the German like people to do that as well? Like, well, like it starts off with someone being innocent and learning, and then the government finds them.
1: But what, like, like, Germany was never innocent. They wanted to see what would happen if they tortured a twin to another one. Like, that's the thing is, like, Germany
0: was never innocent. You're going to say all Germans were bad.
1: I mean, like, Nazi Germany was never concerned with the lives of a lot of groups of people, but mainly Jewish people. And they would experiment on them mercilessly. And a lot of them ended up coming here and experimenting on our citizens and... They don't have a moral compass, but they were allowed to experiment on us. And that's why I'm, yeah, like, that's who scary. Who allowed them
0: to do that? The Our government. government. Yeah, that's, that's scary saying. as
1: fuck. Yeah, they brought them here. Like, they yes. just confirmed that the U.S. brought Nazi scientists yes. to the U.S. and they worked on the Manhattan Project.
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, the U.S. government decided to fucking do yes. this shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. it could start with... Yeah. Or Preston B. Nichols, trying to get an yeah. electrical engineer. I just, if, I feel like if we... He wanted to disprove it too, which is also a fun fact that I found out today was that Preston B. Nichols, he, decide, he, tried, he decided to go into that experiment, also he remembered, trying to disprove that we could even do it, like that humans could even have any telepathic abilities. He didn't think it was possible. And the government was like, nah, you're wrong. Keep doing it. <laughs> I definitely... We'll provide you I more definitely people believe, to turn into
1: vegetables. Like, I definitely believe that there were telekinetic uh, psychic individuals working for the government. I definitely believe they were successful in some uh, ways. I
0: absolutely believe that they've gotten advice from...
1: Extraterrestrial. You do. Yeah. You think we've gotten advice?
0: Not like advice, but like I think that like what
1: I think Alende was
0: higher was. I think Alende was right in some of the things he said. Where like there he said something like you your experiments already have extra tra- extraterrestrial technology in them. Yeah. Or like something yeah. like that. Where like you wouldn't be able to have gotten this far
1: without, without help, us esp- helping like, you. In the Philadelphia experiment, especially in like 1943.
0: Think, yeah, there's probably many ways where they could be around and- I believe
1: the ancient aliens theory, the ancient astronauts. So I believe they've always been here, but I do believe they've explicitly made contact with their government since this, like,
0: well, I think they're smart enough to know who to talk to.
1: I think they had a meeting with one of the presidents and he created a protocol going forward. And I they, I heard about it on an episode of Ancient Aliens.
0: That is a good assumption and they would maybe... They like
1: classified a lot of the stuff going forward, but they made it... And we had this conversation is like, why wouldn't aliens tell us that they're here? And it's like, oh, because they're experimenting on us. Like, you know what I mean? The, they help the US by giving us technology and the U.S. helps them by giving them test subjects because clearly they don't care what happens to their fucking test subjects. Yeah, that is what we've proven in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. government is not care about you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, alright, well, I guess we'll see you later. We'll be reading this book in the meantime.